You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 10 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. I'm still blissfully in the magic of fall, so for this episode, I wanted to share with you a fun magical gifts custom spread, along with some fun ideas on how to make this time of year a little more magical through exploring moon magic using tarot. And to have a special treat with a collective Halloween reading that I will be doing for all of my listeners. Since Halloween is this week, I hope you're thoroughly enjoying the season and watching tons of Halloween movies. I know I am. I watch paranormal shows all year round. And in my house, every Saturday is Paranormal and Wine Saturday for me, where we binge tons of paranormal ghost shows like Ghost Adventures, Ghost Brothers, and Portals to Hell. But I really go all out in September and October. We watch everything related to Halloween, witches, and magic. Hocus Pocus is a must three times in October, along with some of my favorites from childhood. The Worst Witch, Monster Squad, and Disney's Halloween Town series has a special place in my heart. I save the scarier movies for late in October. I also have an extensive Halloween playlist. It's just not Halloween without Thriller, Feed My Frankenstein, and the entire soundtrack of Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've been spending a lot of time this month in my witch's corner where I have my entire dining room decked out with all of my Halloween decorations and all of my divination tools set up. It really sets the tone for my readings and connecting with the other side this time of year. And if you really want to get into the witchy mood as you read, put on Peter Gundry's One Hour of Witchcraft Music. It's perfect for setting that mystical mood. I'll put the link in the show notes to the YouTube channel he has, but you can also listen to it on Spotify. If you're looking for a good book to read about Salem this October, I recommend A Season with the Witch. I read this book last year and it transported me to Salem, Mass. Salem is a place that I've been drawn to my entire life. I read all about the Salem witch trials as a teenager and ended up writing many papers in undergraduate and graduate level psychology courses. I've always been fascinated with how paranoia swept an entire town and caused the villagers to commit atrocious acts of violence. I was planning a trip to Salem soon, and then COVID-19 happened, so of course we're all stuck in place now. So that trip will have to wait to another year. Now that I've been studying and reading tarot for the past few years, the draw to Salem has become more intense. So I'm anxious to get there to feel the energy of this town in person. It will be interesting to see whether the energy is anything like I've been feeling as I study about the town's history. Much of my fictional divination series that I'm writing takes place in Salem, so I put myself there mentally quite a lot to get into the zone to write my scenes and my stories. So it will be pretty interesting to see if it lines up at all. October is such a magical time of year. If you want to feel more magical this month, why not try some moon magic or moon spells? We have a full moon in Taurus coming up later this week on Halloween night. What could be more magical than a full moon on Halloween? And the next new moon will be in November on the 14th or 15th, depending on where in the world you are. 
and it will be in Scorpio. Why not make some moon water for the next new or full moon? I did this in August on the new moon, and it was pretty effective. I got this idea from the gem goddess on a YouTube video that she posted a few months ago about manifesting with water. I followed all of her instructions, and I took a 32-ounce water bottle, filled it with water, and set it on the windowsill for several hours during the new moon. I had pre-selected several tarot cards to sit under the water bottle to infuse the water with the vibrations of the things that I wanted to manifest. I wrote out a list of my intentions for the month and paired it with a crystal to amplify the energy, and I placed the crystal next to the water bottle. Then every night for the next month, I poured out an ounce of the water to drink. The idea from this ritual was that the energy from my intentions, crystal, and tarot cards left an imprint in the water that I was ingesting daily. And I did feel like it helped lift my vibrations and added an extra bit of magical energy to my monthly new moon ritual of setting intentions. For this particular new moon in August, I had set intentions for abundance and the growth and success with my creative projects, so I chose the following tarot cards. Nine of Pentacles, Eight of Pentacles, the Sun, the Chariot, the Magician, the Four of Wands, the Empress, the Queen of Wands, and the King and Queen of Pentacles. I used my Lightseer's Tarot deck, and these cards represent to me creativity, being bold and going after your dreams, working hard to grow your craft, movement forward towards victory and success and positive energy to harness for creation and manifestation. The King and Queen of Pentacles, to me, represents the masters of manifestation and materializing a dream. I'm a Capricorn, and Capricorns are usually gifted at manifesting whatever we put our minds to. Work ethic is one of the main traits for Capricorns. So these two cards, for me, always come up in readings when I'm successfully mastering my tasks and my work and life goals. So when I want to embody that energy, I will pull out the King and Queen of Pentacles to pull from that energy to motivate me and propel me forward. And it always seems to work. I paired all of these tarot cards with my Carnelian Crystal since I use that crystal when working with creative projects and passion projects. I will note that I've heard that if you feel the energy of the moon is particularly intense for that month, or if you're releasing something really heavy, you may not want to ingest the moon water because that could reintroduce that energy into your body. And this is energy that you want to release. For me, I did this ritual on a new moon and not the full moon, so I can only speak to the new moon experience personally. But I do work on intention setting for both full and new moons every month. And I always pull a full spread for each moon as well. I have added the link to the Gem Goddesses video on manifesting with water that I followed. And that link is in the show notes if you're interested. Since we're talking about moon magic and working with the moon's energy, I would encourage you to work with tarot and oracle cards with the new moon and full moons. Get in the habit of pulling a card or even several cards for each new moon and full moon. Personally, I do a spread with both tarot and oracle cards for each new moon and full moon. There are even some decks that are created to focus around the moon's energy. The moon deck is an oracle designed with the moon's energy as the base for the whole deck. These beautiful images are soft and feminine, just like the moon's energy. So it helps you easily get in touch with emotions such as self-nurturing, self-love, positive transformation, healing, getting in sync with moon cycles, and getting in touch with the beauty of nature. 
This deck is designed to help you build up your self-esteem, strength, purpose, personal power, and gifts. My sister is a Cancer and an artist. So I gave her the moon deck to work with a couple of Christmases ago, and she loves this energy. It's so feminine and emotional and artistic. I highly recommend it. The Moonology Oracle is another oracle that I love to work with for moon readings because there are cards for each phase of the moon, all the zodiac signs for each new and full moon, and cards for special moons such as blue moons, super moons, and etc. These Moonology cards are also helpful for narrowing down timing in readings as they can help you see if something is developing quickly or slowly over time. On the day of a new moon, or a few days before or after, this is the perfect time to plant new seeds that you want to manifest. Then, over the month, the moon's energy nurtures these seeds and helps them to grow. I suggest writing down a list of 5 to 10 intentions for each new moon. And remember to write your intentions in the present tense as if they've already happened. For example, you could write, I am living my dream life. I am in love with my life. I am grateful that I have been healed on all levels. I wake up loving my life every day. Or my job is fulfilling daily. Just write down anything you want in the present tense and hold those thoughts in love and gratitude and release them out into the universe. Two weeks after a new moon, there will be a full moon. On full moons, I usually focus on things that I want to release or complete. You write down what you want to release from your life, again, in present tense, as if it's happening or has already happened. You never write it in future tense. For example, you could say, I have released all roadblocks in my life. Or even better, in present tense, I let go of all of my self-doubts. I release all emotional blocks. Write those down and end it with, and so it is. And release that to the universe wholeheartedly with love and gratitude that it is now gone. It only takes five minutes to write down these simple statements and set these intentions every two weeks. Such a simple act can have a huge impact on your life. Ethany Dawn always posts a custom spread for new and full moons on Instagram if you're looking for spreads each month. I always use her spreads for my new and full moon spreads every month. I've put a link to her Instagram account in the show notes if you're interested. I can attest to the influence that our moon has on our world. When working as a mental health tech in two different psychiatric hospitals, we always saw way more admissions on the full moon. And we often had patients that came in so violent that we had to restrain the patient to keep them from harming themselves, other patients, and our staff. We saw more substance abuse, aggressive behavior, violence, and psychotic breaks around really intense full moons. We always knew when it was a full moon, even without looking at a calendar. I noticed it even in private practice. Clients will send texts and emails much more often around the days of a full moon, detailing emergency situations, usually in a frantic state. It's very easy for me to sense the full moon just based on their behavior with no need for a lunar calendar. So the moon definitely impacts us. For me personally, I feel the new moons more intensely versus the full moon. I'm not entirely sure why that is, 
except that I was born five days before a new moon while it was in a waning crescent moon. I'm not really sure if that matters, but I did notice it a few days ago when I was looking up the moon phase I was born under. But it never fails, about five to seven days before a new moon, I will always see my emotions kick up and I can experience anxiety that comes out of nowhere. And this is almost always a sign for me that there's an intense new moon coming. I have Diane Alquist's books on moon spells, entitled Moon Spells, How to Use Phases of the Moon to Get What You Want. And I've actually found this book quite helpful in learning how to use the moon's energy. And the word spell or magic to me just means a focused intention or ritual where you use all of your intention and focus and the power of the mind to direct that energy towards what you're trying to manifest or materialize. The power of belief is really effective and can be very helpful when trying to improve areas of your life. It is important to choose the right phase of the moon to pair with your intention setting. Use new moons to start something new, like a new project, a relationship, or a job. It is a time to start to implement positive changes into your routine. Here you are using the new energy to plant a seed for what you want to grow and materialize. Then as the moon grows each day, that seed is watered, and will grow. In a waxing moon, it appears to grow in size, so use this time to increase and grow certain areas in your life. At a full moon, which is always two weeks after a new moon, the moon is in its most powerful phase. This is when we are most psychic and intuitive. This is a great time to get your ducks in a row, to complete a project you've already started, and I've actually heard that the full moon is a good time to start a diet so that the energy helps take away the unwanted pounds. So I guess a new moon is not the right time to start a diet as you don't want to grow and expand. So I'll have to remember that tip. Every month has a full moon and a new moon. When there are two full moons in a month, like we have this October, then it's called a blue moon. And we do have one blue moon a year. And this year, it's October 2020. A waning moon is decreasing in size, so it's a good time for releasing and letting go and decreasing certain areas of your life. Here is a good time to cut off relationships, let go of past issues, trauma, memories, and blockages. The day of the week can be important for rituals and spell work. I have provided an image in my blog that lists these days of the week for your convenience. For example, the rolling planet on Monday is the moon. So that is the time that's best for psychic work, healing, and divine messages. On Sunday, the ruling planet is the sun. So it's a good day for healing work and insights into problem solving. Something that I want to study more about is planetary hours, because I've recently learned that each hour of the day is ruled by a planet, and it can be helpful to learn which hour might be the most beneficial to work on certain projects or tasks to allow that energy to help you complete the task in a more efficient and productive manner. There's an app on your phone called Hours that will tell you the ruling planet for each hour of the day. I learned about these planetary hours last month during a virtual Lenormand conference, and it's something that I plan to study more in-depthly. I'm all about finding tricks to help make my time more effective and streamlined. I also want to note that it's important to look at the zodiac sign that the month is in each month, because the energy will definitely differ from month to month. 
and the zodiac sign will point you in the direction of the type of inner work needed that month, whether it be related to health, finances, work, or emotions. In part two of this episode, I will do a collective reading for Halloween, and I will share with you the six-card magical gift spread that I created for this episode. My first Healing Through Terror spread book has launched and is now available for purchase. It is called A Spread for All Seasons. This ebook contains 15 custom tarot and oracle spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, full and new moons, mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again year after year. You can find this spread book on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com, for an introductory price of $10. And stay tuned for future spread ebooks that will be launching in the next few months. Happy card slinging! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterror.com. Any pledge is appreciated. For part two of this episode, I thought I would do something a little different. I love using all of my Halloween decks as much as possible since I only have them out for two months. So I thought that I would do a Halloween reading for the collective of listeners in my audience. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this, and it's the week of Halloween, and we have a full moon on Halloween night, so I thought what better time to get the cards out and see what messages they have for us. For this reading, I use the Dark Mansion Tarot and three of my favorite autumn oracles, the Halloween Oracle, the Oracle of Shadows and Light, and the Magic and Mediums Oracle. So let's jump in. I've already pulled all the cards, and I'll be walking you through the spread that I have in front of me. I pulled one tarot card to start off the messages for the reading. I pulled the Six of Cups from the Dark Mansion Tarot. Now the Six of Cups for me is always the past life card, or it's dealing with anything from our past. So this tells me that this month we may have some past issues, memories, or past relationships that may pop back up for more work to be done. And also, just keep in mind that issues related to past lives may also be playing out for you here. Now, if you don't believe in past lives, that's perfectly fine. Just look at it as past issues from this particular life, either early childhood, adolescence, or early adulthood. This could be fears, phobias. This could be lessons that you haven't learned yet that are worth a revisit. With the veil being thin this time of year, you may be receiving messages from loved ones that have passed on. This card can represent reunions and nostalgia. So with Samhain and the Halloween time period being upon us this week, 
Our ancestors are close to us, and that is a reunion of sorts. And so you may find yourself thinking of your loved ones more this week. It could be that they're really close to you and these emotions come up for you. I'll pull two cards for us from the Magic and Mediums Oracle. The first card I pulled is the Knowledge card. This card is related to the Akashic Records, where all of our memories from all of our lives are recorded. This Knowledge card is also related to reincarnation, past lives, and a homecoming. And this continues our message from the Six of Cups, regarding issues from our past coming into play. This seems to be a prominent theme this week. The next card is the Kitchen Magic card, and this urges us to use food and drink to manifest and heal this month. You can do this through herbs, water, tea, and holistic medicines, as well as planetary energies. So this card goes well with the moon magic that we've already talked about in this episode. So here the cards are reflecting what we've already been talking about and is further saying that it could be beneficial to do this at this time. This message is also telling us that we're resourceful and we have access to everything that we need to make what we want a reality. I also think it's saying that we have everything we need to heal ourselves as well. Next, I pulled two cards from the Halloween Oracle. I got the Skull of Darkness and I pulled the Underworld card, where all things pause and begin again. So I'm going to read these cards together. Together, these cards are telling us that there are blind spots to our shadow that keep us from progressing in life. And now is the time to do some shadow work to stop repeating some of these unhealthy patterns. And we will be rewarded in the end after we put in the hard work. The card of the underworld specifically asks us to look at what has to fall away now for our lives to transform. It will help us to make space for the creation of something new. And this leads to a transition to a more authentic version of ourselves. And to wrap up this collective reading, I pulled two final cards from the Oracle of Shadows and Light. First, we have the Sea Beacon Fairy. This card is a warning to question the paths that are available to us right now. We are being asked the question, does this path seem right to me? The warning is to not jump at the first opportunity that comes along. Check your inner wisdom and gut and question what advice you're getting from others. Not all advice will be correct. You have to ask yourself, where would this advice lead me, and is that where I want to go? This last card is the Angel de los Muertos. She brings in messages from our lost loved ones. This card is so fitting to pull on the week of Halloween, because the messages that are coming through around Samhain are messages that we receive from our ancestors of wisdom and guidance. Be open to these messages coming in from our loved ones and ancestors. Pay attention to dreams, visions, and messages in all forms, including numbers. This card can also represent an ending of certain cycles and a rebirth to a new life. You can take this time to rewrite soul contracts and activate this lifetime's purpose. Hopefully you found some of these messages helpful. These cards seem to work well together and point to a few areas that we all will be experiencing over the next few weeks. It looks like ancestor work and shadow work will be a beneficial thing to do at this moment in order for all of us to make as much progress as we can on this healing journey that we're taking together. Now let's turn to the custom spread I created for you so that you can get to pulling some cards for yourself. The spread I created this week is a six-card magical gifts spread. 
This card can be used with the Tarot or Oracle deck, whichever you prefer, or you could use both and pull one Tarot card or one Oracle card for each card position. Do whatever works for you. I created this magical gift spread right after unboxing the Magic and Mediums Oracle. I was so blown away by the artwork and the energy that I felt when working with this deck that I had to create a spread around magic. So when I created this spread, I had in mind Oracle cards, but I feel that it will work with tarot just as well. For this month, I'm using the Magic and Mediums Oracle for myself for this reading, since it's Halloween and the Magic and Mediums Oracle deck is my most magical deck. I will share these card positions with you now, and if you want to see the cards that I pulled for myself, I will post that on my Instagram account and in my blog for this episode on HealingThroughTarot.com. And if you're interested in the Magic and Mediums deck, they have a website, MagicAndMediums.com, magic is spelled C-K, and I highly recommend this deck. And if you want to hear me talk more about why I like this deck, make sure to catch episode 9 of my podcast, where I detail the magic that this deck unleashes when I work with it and why I consider it my most magical deck. Okay, so now for the magical gift spread. Card one is the natural gift I possess. Card two, what magical gift is ready to be claimed at this time? Three, action to take to call this gift forward at this time. Four, how to nurture this gift. Card five, what potential will be unlocked with this gift? And the last card for card six, card for representation of myself in full power. And when I say full power, I mean your essence when you take ownership and claim all of your natural gifts and use them for good. You can find this spread on my Instagram and Pinterest account and in my blog for this episode on HealingThroughTarot.com. If you throw this spread for yourself, I would love to see the photo. The hashtag for this spread is HealingThroughTarot Magical Gift Spread. We have a week left on the Healing Through Tarot October Tarot Challenge on Instagram, where I have provided 31 prompts for the month of October. And you can pull a tarot or oracle card each day. Please tag me in those card pulls if you share them on Instagram. I'm at Healing Through Tarot. And please use the hashtag HTT October Tarot Challenge. In the next episode, we will talk about what we need to work on releasing on the personal and collective level. We will use tarot for this healing process. Healing ourselves is so important in the process of healing the world. That is more important now than any other time in history. And if you're listening to this podcast, I suspect you're one of the light workers on the planet now for this very reason. So the next episode will be a vital one for our healing journey together. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.